<laughs> Welcome to Sierra Nova Comic Podcast, episode 26, with Dachel Okamoto. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, so you're the creator Greg, of... Uh, Greg, yeah. introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm Greg uh, Moquin. Uh, I'm the co-founder of Sierra Nova Comics, uh, writer, creator of Sierra Chronicles, all that stuff. Uh, and and uh, I'm Dylan. Uh, I'm the you know CTO, essentially just handling all the tech stuff, built the website, and uh, now currently uh, editor-in-chief. And today we have Dachel. Uh, introduce yourself. Hi there. Nice to meet everybody. I'm Dachel Okamoto, uh, creator of Shotgun Samurai. What is your comic about? Ah, so uh, what is it about? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's um, it's like a samurai story, but so it kind of have like a manga western kind of vibe to it, with a lot of elements of comedy. But basically, it's about a a, a samurai who was who has a legendary shotgun <laughs> back in the. <laughs> This is back in old Japan, so it's kind of very mysterious as to why he has the shotgun. It's about him getting redemption for his like, because he used to be he he used to be like a, an assassin for the show. Yeah. So it's about him getting redemption and trying to deal with the people who want him dead. It seems like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people want him dead, and it's about and he's just trying to, you know, clear uh, become a good person. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the uh, pages I liked was uh, actually it was just like a panel. Was um, I think he stopped uh, the sword or something with like the bowl of ramen or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was like a bowl of ramen, and he took it from that George character, and then he just was like, he like stopped the sword or whatever from like getting killed, and then he's just like my ramen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a simple. He's a simple guy. He's just yeah. you know. <laughs> If he's hungry and his ramen's gone, he gets mad. <laughs> um, so, like, what gets you in the mood to, like, create your comic or just comics in general? Like, do you put music on or what? Um, yeah, usually I listen to, like, I don't know, um, podcasts or uh, music or, um, like, a lot of comic uh, uh, YouTube channels I like to listen to. Um, yeah, I kind of just... Um, I kind of, I kind of have myself a routine already, so I don't really have to work too hard to get into like any kind of groove. So it's kind of like I wake up early, you know, just kind of have a few hours to myself before work, and then uh, you know, just do some work and then get the day started. <laughs> so do you write? Do you write in the morning? Uh, yeah, usually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I always I always try to think about um, like when people are most creative because as my brother's a music producer, so I always I always try to like optimize time. Like I know for me, like I'm I'm more creative not right when I first wake up, but probably like before the afternoon if I wake up early enough or early afternoon, and then like in the evening is when I do work that I'm I'm like really good at, but I don't need to be creative at, and that's like because I can just focus and I don't mm. have to. Think. <laughs> Like like I do web design at night because I don't need to be conscious to do that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, that that makes sense. I never thought about it that way. Like dividing it up, like creative time and just like kind of tedious mental. I mean, like you know, technical work. 
Yeah. Well, because it's interesting because like when I first started, web design would probably have to have been in the morning because it was a lot of brain work because I didn't know what I was doing. But now that I've been doing it for so many years, I noticed that I I just I'm efficient later because it's hard to distract me if I'm tired. I'm just going to like zombie out and do the work that needs to get done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I do find myself like when I need to actually think of like the story and like, like I find that to be the hardest part. Of course, is like just coming up with the story, what's to happen next, the layout of the panels and all that stuff. And um, and sometimes I'm just like, I put that off and then I just kind of draw something else <laughs> that makes yeah. another kind of piece of art. So, no, it's, uh, I, was, I was sending Greg stuff the other day, or maybe yesterday, uh, uh, just a couple stuff from, um, you know who Tim Ferriss is? No. He, he wrote a book called The 4-Hour Workweek um back in 2009 but basically he that's how he became huge was that he uh essentially worked uh created a business um that he worked like 80 hours a weekend so he wasn't enjoying life that much (laughs) and um basically he was going insane so he's like i need to figure out how to you know basically eliminate my job at, at at my business so that it runs on its own and uh, over time, he figured out how to break it all apart so that he didn't have to focus on it. And then he wrote a book about it. It became hugely popular. And that's how he became famous. But he has written five other best selling books. And he has like a world famous podcast. And so he talks a lot about creativity because of that. Because, like, e- even like the technical part of like um, portioning out your, or uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, I guess portioning out your business and having it handled out. Uh, by other people is still creative work and he talked about for writing in particular um there's a couple books he references one's like uh greg what was the one i sent you yesterday the art the artist way or something like that basically it just talks about like making sure that you write every day in a certain context i think it started off by like actually having you write in like uh, a newspaper. I don't remember the exact context, but it just had some interesting thoughts about that you should just be writing all the time, even if it's nonsensical, because you, you're just, it's almost like the more you write, the more you get rid of the bad ideas so you can get to the good ones. Oh, yeah. I've heard something like that before. That makes sense. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's be, like, yeah. as you say, it's like you have a flow of knowledge at all times and there's going to be gunk in there. So you just mm-hmm. have to keep going and get past it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That actually, now that I think about it, yeah, most of my writing is awful. And then I just have to rewrite like over and over again. And I come up with better ideas later. And I'm like, okay, what about this? And it's like, finally, at the end, I'm like, okay, this is the one I'm going to go with. I'm going to stop. <laughs> well, that, that's like one of the reasons uh, editor, uh, your editors are important. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing, like, Greg knows, like, our, our next two comics or three comics, right? How many, wait, how many do you edit? We had a two, no, we added two comics. Our next two comics are going to be like phenomenal compared to our first couple because we actually are, we edited edited them in advance instead of waiting, and then to get to the artist and then editing the text to make sure it still made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like and so because of that, it's like it's a second Passover, but in like um, greater detail. And yeah, like the first the first part is important, so you have a base, but it's important to layer on top of that so you get what you're looking for. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Was well, also I heard um what was it this quote I think I, I think it was from Alan Moore. It was um I saw it on one of the commercials for the uh, master class. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it was like um the first draft 
I forget how it, how it goes exactly, but the first draft is like you're writing it out, and then the second draft is to make sure to make it feel like you knew what you were writing since the beginning. Yeah, I've I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I like that quote. I'm like, wow, that's great. Makes oh, it was a uh, Neil. It was a uh, Neil. Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just remember his like accent and everything. He's like, you have to act like you knew what you were doing the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so I write in like just a notepad or like my notes app or whatever. I'm like just constantly like thinking of like plot ideas because that's what I'm amazing at is like I can come up with a plot and then Dylan's like, and now I'm going to break it apart and make it not stupid. So. <laughs> Uh, and then he's just like oh yeah and then he actually like positions like where the character's gonna be like we, we went all out now like we have like an actual system in place like the first two uh the seer chronicles it's a good comic um and ink is good but they have two different paces like ink there's only like 12 pages so obviously the pace is like a little faster but and there's not as much story in that one but the rest of them are gonna be longer like a normal comic book is like 20 something pages 30 um but the seer chronicles is 25 or 6 pages and it has a different pace but i know one person i buy like every comic from travis gibb he uh he has his comic uh broke down in four dead bodies it's it's an awesome comic um he I was like, oh, the do your Kickstarter stuff in the mail? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did. It's just like, I still don't get the pacing for your first issue. And I was like, well, first off, my problem was I had the artist do stuff before actually editing that script. Like, the script is, oh. he ba the, yeah, the artist, like, took out basically one or two pages that we technically needed that were in the scripts like he didn't either understand it because he, he's like from brazil so he was like cheaper like a cheaper artist mm -hmm. to use but like the art wasn't like terrible it was just like certain things in the comic like the main character consistencies yeah yeah like the main <laughs> character like he's supposed to be this buff guy like after he comes back to life and there's like certain instances like he's getting pushed out of a car and we're trying to be scientifically accurate in a way so like when the driver that's pushing him out of the car or like if he could easily just like kick him out of the car that wouldn't yeah he's supposed, he's supposed to weigh like 300 pounds at this yeah. point oh like, yeah he's, super, he's supposed to be super dense and then all of a sudden there's like a scene where the guy's picking him up like a bride and we're like yeah. uh i just deleted <laughs> that yeah i had yeah. to delete that i was like that's not gonna go there um and uh yeah so there's like just little things like that um the newest artist is now doing what i'm now going to do for ever if uh he works out which i think he will um he does like character sketches he does like character sketches and like a, a design sketch of like how tall they'll look like in mm. the comic and everything and i was like, like, oh, wow. a, like a reference sheet yeah so I give him like what the description is of the character. Like I have a whole description document of like a bunch of characters, and then he like draws out like what he thinks I describe them as, and uh, they're all good um, so far. <laughs> um, and that and that gives me like an like an idea of like what the comic is actually going to look like. So I didn't know what the comic was going to look like with the other guy. Like he started just drawing and then 
he didn't even have like a complete process like he was supposed to like send me pages like when he sketched it out and mm. then after that he's supposed to ink it and then you know the whole process and he yeah, did, he drew the entire page and then i i it was my uh fault that i said okay to it when now we have a system in place i get the pages i will send them to dylan we already have like some panels like mapped out depending on like how it'll look i mm -hmm. told that to my i told it to the artist and he said the one thing i'm really good at is storyboarding so he's going to follow those but our panels are more like for um what Specific works yeah. yeah yeah like basically this time what we did was instead of just letting the artist have full free reign because uh this is like another thing from tim ferris actually he talks about how um having restrictions actually gives you more freedom because with those restrictions you have to be creative within those bounds where if you have full freedom you actually have almost it's it's too much like now now it'll be it could be nonsensical as opposed to uh precise and you want it to be uh very well done but precise and uh, so this time like we didn't we didn't say like oh this is where this panel is going to be this is where this panel is going to be and we did that through the whole thing instead we were like okay like this here is going to be a splash page this here has to be a big wide panoramic with a couple small panels underneath so we can have text bubbles right so like there's a few that we already have uh you know that we the way the story's written they have to be laid out that way and then there's other ones where we're like you know you can you know be creative with these because now you have the gist of how we handle things. This one, we don't care as much. So if you figure out where these can go, that'll be great. But we, we're like, you know, we're, we're explaining like, oh, we're bird's eye view, we're worm's eye view, we're mid shot, we're close up, we're long shot. So we're, we're very specific with all that stuff. And then I think we even do viewpoints. So like where, we're, where we are uh, in the room, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, and and then uh, I had uh, I had Greg make blueprints for every single one of the rooms that we're in. So we have uh, we have a three D map that's built out from the game, and we're using that for like street references. So if if anyone's walking in the street, we can be like, okay, here's the section they're in. Draw that, right? And then for yeah, and then for the rooms, like like one's a restaurant, one's um, like a underground poker place like you know just by having it like that we we uh have these rooms sketched out so that he knows where everything is even at an angle because we don't want uh, we don't we don't want it where uh because the room is so vague he he's only really drawing the character with like a color splash background we want like a defined yeah. background mm -hmm. Yeah, so I had to do all those blueprints. Um, then I send those to our game developer, my friend Scott, and uh, I just talked to him yesterday again about like some things to add in and uh, things that I need for the artist because he has to send me certain pictures. Like he said, like the what I do as a blueprint, he has to send me certain like houses and stuff. Like there's this uh, one character that we focus on a lot in the second issue um he's kind of an asshole uh, <laughs> he's a cop but he's like he's a bad cop so then he um we have his uh uncle's house that he's living in but it's just him um mapped out so where the kitchen is like the kitchen will still be there uh 
all of that. There's going to be like beer bottles all over the floor because he's an alcoholic. Mm. <laughs> um, and we have a scene of these two like mobsters that try to go grab him. They just like try to get money out of him. And they're like in the kitchen. So like we actually have like positions of like where these two guys will be and try to like grab that guy. But something happened. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like in the most recent um, – because, yeah, I tried to get more um, – because in, especially in the earlier chapters, uh, everything's just in a force because I didn't want to deal with that. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's easier if everything's trees and uh, I don't have to worry about who's where. But then later on, like in my most recent um, chapters, I was like, I want to do put them in a town because, like – that's something interesting and it's kind of pushing my limits as well. Like actually drawing like an old Japanese town. And yeah, and then I ended up having to make like a math and everything. Yeah. And, um, and me and my, um, my other buddy, we, we kind of come up with a story together. Uh, you know, I was, we were, I was drawing the map out and I was explaining what, who goes where and he was like putting input here and he was like, Oh, what about this, this and that. And then, yeah, it came a lot more fun to like design, especially like action and like kind of chase scenes of like kind of just like he goes from this building that one that one that one yeah that's literally why we we had the map built to begin with like it wasn't actually intended to be a game it was initially just supposed to be a map so that we could be consistent with where we were so for example in the first comic um the characters dropped off at a uh hospital and we're going to have him walk someplace. And we're like, okay, well, is it around the corner or is it downtown? Like, how far is this going to take? Because we're going to have other stuff happening in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was something that uh, we figured, like, that, that's, that'll be important for later stories. And that's the whole reason we're like, yeah, like, we should have everything laid out. Because we're trying we, – we knew how the city was designed because it's based off of uh, where Greg, Greg grew up. And so we have this area. And then we basically took the houses and we're like, all right, now the houses are skyscrapers, right? And so, you know, it, it's a very, like, we already have the grid, the grid pattern of the streets and everything. And, I, you know, if Greg is like, oh, yeah, where should this happen? Probably on Elm Street or something, because, like, he knows those streets. And so it's perfect. And so anyway, it'll be like Easter egg stuff for anyone who lives in the area, because some of the stuff uh, is staying. Like, there's a restaurant that'll be there, um, like the city hall. Uh, things like that that we're keeping in the actual comic so people will see it and go like that looks familiar and so like that you know that's kind of just a fun thing to see yeah that's pretty cool yeah so you guys made the 3d rendering first and then you guys were like hey let's make this into a game yeah Yeah. he he was like uh oh yeah well i gotta make the 3d map on unity anyway and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh well you know make a game out of that <laughs> so we went with that um yeah one of the new things that uh I, I was trying to create it as a podcast yesterday i was trying to record me and uh scott and it was only picking up my voice so like first he talks like super low and i talk low as you can see but he <laughs> talks he talks lower than me like you could barely hear him even if you like turn the volume up all the way so uh that was not the reason why i didn't catch him it was like i was recording through anchor on the desktop which i never do uh i usually used to do it on my phone now i take the recording of like this podcast and i strip the audio from the video but uh so i was gonna do like a 30 minute thing of that and like 
turn it into a podcast episode, but it didn't work out because all you hear is me going like, wow, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Like 30 minutes. So <laughs> Nice. Depends. Yeah. That should so. be an ASMR. <laughs> what? I said you should set that up as an ASMR. <laughs> yeah. They get a whole different type of fans. Wow. <laughs> cool. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, one of the new things it came up with was uh, – I don't know how annoying this would be for like gamers, like people that are playing the game, but every game you don't have to actually go get gas when you're driving a car. So I already had to put like gas stations in the game to uh, replace this one like major kind of like franchise that's around this area called Stewart's. So, so oh, Stewart's. Oh yeah. You're so, from upstate New York. Yep. Yeah, I used to live there, so. Oh, oh where'd awesome. you live? <laughs> um, well, I went to school up near uh, Bard College. You know that? Well, I used to live in Rockland. That's where I was grew up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's not that far away from like, where I'd come. Yeah, are you guys you guys near Rockland or? Uh, no, no, the, we were the, from Albany. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're way up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bard's in uh, Red Hook. I don't know if you know Red Hook, Kingston. I know. Yeah, I know. Kingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's around Kingston, yeah. Uh, small so world. a lot of Stewarts over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we instead of the Stewarts, it's going to be – I'm going to go on to uh, Facebook or whatever, and then usually someone answers me pretty quickly, and then I'm sometimes – and uh, if I need a likeness for somebody or whatever, but I'm going to – whoever is the first person to answer that post, uh, I'll be like, oh, who wants to own, like, a gas station franchise and, like, the uh, game, and then – whoever answers that they'll be they'll come up with the name and we'll go from there but yeah so i was thinking like since there's even in grand theft auto you're getting chased by the cops like the the cars never like there's no gas thing that's involved so that'd be funny is it if like you're getting chased by a cop or something and like you actually have like there's high speed chases that will be in the game um if you're getting chased by a cop or whatever, or, uh, and you're about to run out of gas, there'll be like a little notification that comes up with a gas light, and you got like 20 miles or whatever left, and you actually have to go get gas. So it, it's just a, like a little thing to make it kind of realistic, but at the same time, like it, it's going to piss people off, but I think it would be really yeah. funny. That would be interesting. You got to somehow make it into like a, like a mechanic instead of just a hindrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, uh, there's another thing like if you're if there's a cop character because there's like you could be a couple different job roles um if there's a person that's playing the game and they're a cop and you're speeding down the road they there'll be a notification that comes up and you press like the interact button so like on a keyboard it'd be like e or f you click that or like you could use a playstation controller and you click like circle and you could turn like your car and then go chase after that person instead of doing like the mission you're about to do so i see yeah so this is a lot like what it's a big game yeah um like, it's it like he he said that uh i guess most games um they're broke up in quadrants like cities are broke up in like quadrants but smaller mm -hmm. quadrants than what we have he counted it's a six by six map so far of that city and it's not even the full city that we're using yet so mm -hmm. Uh, 
I was like, yeah, we need like this done, this done. And I was like, wow, there's like that whole part of that, like, like Schenectady and stuff that is still has to be used. And that's just one city out of like six cities that are mentioned in like these, the graphic novel. So yeah. And you'll be able to um, pick where you live because it'll be like apartments and stuff that you'll be able to actually live in. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like you were just going to make a side scroller or something. But... No, no, it's like 3D. <laughs> yeah, like... 3D scroller. <laughs> yeah. Run, the bad guy's coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, there's like crazy. missions that are like played out and everything. Um, I'm doing the cop missions first because I, the video game is the backstory of our main story. Mm. So the cop and the firefighter are like the two roles. Um, there's a taxi driver job, but that will uh, that's actually going to be unlockable. Because people are going to wonder why a taxi driver character has to be unlockable. And there's a reason. It's because it's another perspective of another character. So, The 300-pound guy that gets kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the game. Um, it's funny that we're mentioning it because I asked like on our Instagram story, I, sometimes mm -hmm. it asks those questions, like it's a question sticker. And uh, I don't know if you've ever done that on Instagram. Like if you ask a question and like you just get high or this is fire, be like, that has nothing to do with my questions. <laughs> um, I asked like, oh, like what topics would you like to hear in like the podcast? And one person actually said, oh, like more about your video game. I'm like, oh, we kind of like go over it a little in like other episodes, but I don't really know which episodes because there's now 26 of them this one uh so we actually like kind of went over more than usual so it's pretty cool yeah um so do you have a whole series planned out for your comic like obviously you said there's like so many more chapters that you just have to upload yeah like oh god like right now i'm i'm trying to finish this arc like i've i was planning to finish this arc like maybe three books ago but you know things just keep getting more and longer so i'm like <laughs> i have to finish it now <laughs> Cause, uh, but um, I have yeah. Me and my friend, we came up with like uh, I don't know if you see the see the names. There's uh, Dayton, my name, Dachel, and there's Matthews. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, yeah, we were college buddies, but um, and uh, yeah, we came up with like uh, we came up with like I don't know. I think there's like ten story arcs or something that we have. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll like. I'll see how much longer I can do this because it's <laughs> unless I can speed up production or start making money and pay someone else to do it. But uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That yeah, I pay for the artist. Uh, basically everything else. We have a team that we're slowly building up for our comics. Uh, yeah. Like just a colorist that I'm using for everything. Uh, I actually told him about that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna use you for like anything that we get done. He's like in Indonesia or something. Mm. Then there's yeah. a guy from uh, Canada that he's the letterer for like a bunch of comics that I buy that are indie comics. So he's going to be our letterer forever. And then if this artist works out, then we have two different artists that are definite. Like that will be part of our team, any comics that we do in the future. But uh, yeah, our graphic novel started out with... Um, me writing a over a 1200 page story like it was the story but it was uh not broken up into a comic so i had to break it up first one of the seven times i had to edit it uh i had to break it into like a comic script in a way but when i broke it up into a comic script 
it was still confusing because that's like there was more happening in one panel than supposed to and i didn't see mm. that until yeah. someone else looked at it like dylan so when we had another artist do uh like six pages that will never be seen ever again um it, it's gone from from the world i, I don't know where <laughs> it went uh it was on our website like in the very beginning but i doubt anyone actually like, looked at that <laughs> yeah um so in that one like the janitor that's in the beginning he's not super important but it it's important to have the character look the same throughout the comic yeah yeah he's only in the beginning but he looks different from this first panel to the next panel like uh, yeah every every work. single panel he looked different yeah. like yeah. it looked like a different character like, yeah so i was like that's weird so but i was only excited about getting a comic out i wasn't like really looking at those like details that are not even that hard to see it's just like i was so excited to have a comic and then like, yeah yeah dylan's like, 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 yeah, like picking like, apart my dream he's like wow you're a piece of shit look at this and i was like oh. <laughs> well because like for greg like he's not the artist he's the writer and so to finally see any form of artwork to his writing is already like that's why even people like fan art even though it's not their art it's still cool that someone drew to their story so it's like oh yeah yeah that's true yeah and so like that's the thing is that even if you're paying for it it's still really cool to see what you wrote turn into art mm -hmm. and uh, you know but yeah so when i saw it though i was just like hey like where where's where's this supposed to be happening i'm like like when, when i first looked at his original writing uh because what he did was he they basically wrote a novel like an actual script or like mm -hmm. a book and then he took that and he turned it into a storyboard but he never took the storyboard and turned it into panels because like in a storyboard you can have six things happen in one panel and it can be described because you know it's going to be action-based mm. but like the panel you need to break it apart so like yeah yeah there was one panel he had well you know panel because it was a, a board written out that was like the guy was sitting down he got startled and stood up and then got knocked back down and i'm like you can't you can't show all that in a panel like, that's impossible <laughs> like unless we're gonna have ghostly figures of him in every position that's gonna look a little awkward since he talks between all those too <laughs> so yeah the messiest panel you've ever seen <laughs> yeah so it's, it's it was definitely uh fun because like I, I never thought i was going to be doing the editing either mm -hmm. um but like now it's fun because i can like really think about because uh, like I, I've always done like graphic design and web design and uh, you know I used to draw all the time as a kid and now I picked up drawing again uh, so it's like I, I can now visualize a lot of what he's trying to do which helps me break it all down mm, that makes sense yeah. yeah he goes like in detail like he's just like where is this person going to be like we said like earlier about like the like, shop where did this bottle of wine come from <laughs> oh yeah there's a solo series that's coming out hopefully this year depending on like how the kickstarter will do um and there's a bottle of wine that i had another writer write this i gave him the plot and i let him run with it mm -hmm. and he ran off a cliff no um <laughs> no no <laughs> uh but there's it was good better than it was better than the other comic i had him do because the other one i just changed the like character's origin completely like mm -hmm. after i had him do it in 2017 and i just changed it because it's based off of a character that's like 
China, my friend, uh, and he was supposed to die one time. Then I brought, then I was like, oh no, he won't die. And then like I got pissed off at him or something. So then like I killed him. And then was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he'll live. And then like they're at this like certain point in time, he will, something will happen then. But uh, yeah, so I, I rewrote that one. It's like he's a boxer. Um, and he becomes like a superhero of some sort, but uh, not Daredevil, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's other one that is coming out this year, hopefully, is called Scales, and it's like uh, this kid goes on vacation with his family, his stepdad, his mom, and his stepbrother. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, they're somewhere. It originally was supposed to be in Greece, but we because of the whole world map thing that we're trying to do like it looks like planet earth but it's not planet earth like the continents will uh look different i still have to make a world map but i'll talk about that in a second um and instead of greece it's somewhere else i forgot like where they were going uh yeah. and the stepdad and ste and uh his mom are like you know doing their own thing and then him and the stepbrother are later on like doing their own thing the like main character eric he um gets trapped in a cave and then you know things happen and like how you totally tangent from the wine bottle yeah. <laughs> yeah. basically what happens is they go to the beach and at some point out of nowhere they just have stuff with them but it's never mentioned before that oh yeah <laughs> one, of, one of them just happens to be a wine bottle and i'm like wait what the hell where did this come from yeah, like as we're editing it like we get along the story and we're like this is good this is good and now they have a bottle of wine i'm like where, where did they get that? They're in the middle of nowhere. There's not like a wine store. So I had to go back like three pages and be like, where did we first see them? Shit, I got to add that there's like a picnic basket or something so that yeah, there's yeah. something with them that they can pull that from. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Luckily, um, since mine is kind of a, a manga style, I can use manga logic and they just pull stuff out of their back. <laughs> Yeah, the backpack, those infinite backpacks. Yeah, it does like the, a giant hammer or something. And it's like, oh, well, it's manga. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm thinking like at some point in the future, like we would do like manga type things. Uh, I just don't have an idea for that yet. But yeah. I, I actually found out the. Uh, I think I knew part of this, but I didn't know how much of it was. The original Dragon Ball concept, like with Goku was written based off of the monkey king and his whole yeah. story like it's 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 so much of it and the only reason i know how much of it is is because you, do you ever watch those ted ed cartoons where they, they they talk about like mythology and stuff on youtube no i totally recommend it it's very awesome they go they break down stuff like Hercule. what a ted talk kind of thing no, no, these are Ted Eds. So they're like cartoon drawings where they'll explain random stuff. So like they do oh, mythology, they'll do science, they'll do a bunch of random stuff. But the mythology series is awesome. Like they go over um, like Hercules and his, what is it, set, or 11, 11 trials or whatever. And they, they explain all of it. It's very cool. But they explain mm -hmm. the Monkey King. And it's like, you know, it's this, it's this monkey who is very clever, who, you know, ran his like village of monkeys. And he steals a staff from mm -hmm. the dragons. Like, that's already a nice tie-in. This yeah, staff extends to various lengths at his will, like the staff that Goku has, the red staff. Mm -hmm. 
He eventually <laughs> learns magic, such as how to fly on clouds like Nimbus. Right? <laughs> I was like, and then uh, what was it? it? It goes even further too because like he learns like he learns martial arts. He learns all this other stuff, and at one point he dies. And he fights his way out of the underworld back to the real world. I'm like, damn, like that's like basically all the way up to like, you know, this saga. Like that's like a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, because I know I know a lot about the, the Monkey King story and the whole Dragon Ball thing. Well, that was the thing is like I knew that they were connected, but I didn't know enough about the Monkey King story. And all of a sudden I'm like, damn, like it's half the story. Like like it was actually um, there's something else the Monkey King did. This wasn't uh, re directly related, but it was cool because apparently in this mythology, the under the underworld has a book with everyone's name in it and when they will die. And basically, um, they he, he basically goes, "It's not it. My name is not. I'm not. Or my time's not due yet." And then he finds it in the book, and it was. And he's like, "Oh." oops and like throws like like writes it out and throws it out and then he finds all of his monkey friends and like re removes them from the book as well and that's how he becomes like basically immortal because then he fights his way out of the underworld and uh once he escapes his name's not in the book anymore so they're not supposed to come after him oh interesting yeah i knew he was um yeah, i knew he was invincible i didn't know that's how he got invincible and also yeah. another thing is uh the monkey king's name is sun wukong which the Chinese characters for Wukong, trans, uh, I think it's like, if you read them in Japanese, it's Goku. Oh. So it's, or, or some, something like that. Or like if you pronounce the Chinese I word for it, it sounds yeah. like Goku in Japanese. Yeah, I think it's this, I, if I remember correctly, I think it's the characters that are used hmm. can mean Goku. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's you, you ever watch, um, what's it called? Uh, damn it. Uh, My Hero Academia? Uh, yeah, I watched some of it, yeah. The the main character, Midoriya, mm -hmm. um, his nickname, Deku, uh, oh. it, it, it actually can, like, mean different things based on the symbols. And you don't say Deku when it means the other things, but based on the symbols, Deku, um, it could actually mean something like a hero, which is cool, even though the word Deku actually means um, wooden doll, which goes way more. I actually learned, like, a ton of this. It goes way further than that because in Japanese, to be this Deku, this wooden doll, you're so useless. You're as useless as because the the wooden dolls that a Deku is like it has no face. I don't think it has arms. Like it's like just like it's not even a good doll. Like it's a useless thing. So when someone would call you a Deku, it was like a very demeaning insult, basically just saying you were useless. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Because yeah, in the beginning of the series, um. Yeah, like he was saying Deku, and people were saying, oh, don't put yourself down like that, and or something like that. And I was like, well, what's wrong? Why is that an insult? My, yeah. my wife is Japanese, and she explained everything to me. So I was like, oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. I've been, I've been learning Japanese. I even picked up, uh, where is it hiding? Did I move it? I moved a bunch of stuff recently. I had, uh, I had no idea where it went. Is that it? No. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I picked up the uh, original Dragon Ball manga. And, really? Uh, yeah. Where the hell did they go? Just rotating your chair a couple more times, maybe over here. Yeah, I have no idea where it went. Oh, I put it over with my other stuff. That's why I have like a book, I have like a whole shelf of like learning stuff over here. So I have like books on guitar, books on language, stuff like that. I forgot to put it over there. But, yeah. 
Oh, nice. It's cool, too, because the book side's on that side, and it's like, oh, fuck, it's opposite. It's like, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you open it this way. But it's cool, too, because, like, the first, um, I think it's, like, the first chapter or whatever it is, is actually colored as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then it, like, slowly becomes uncolored until it's all black and white, and then uh, the beginning of another one is colored, then it fades back to black and white. Yeah, it's really cool. But uh, I've been learning Japanese for a while now. I'm trying to get to the point where I can read this book. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should learn Japanese. Uh, they they I, have it on Duolingo for free, and it's soup. Like I've gotten so far, um, and they finally added katakana, which was like one of the biggest parts I was missing because, um, like I, I knew some katakana, but I, I hiragana, I can read all hiragana. Like I can't translate it all, but I know all the sounds it makes yeah, now, here, all yeah. the combination sounds. Um, and then Katakana, I got like halfway through because I saw them various times, but like they didn't continue with it in in the app. And they finally added three full sections on Katakana. Um, so now I know how to say like a bunch of like, what was it? Uh, uh, you know, how do you say? Well, actually, a funny one is just New Yorku. That's New York. Like, I think, like, yeah, because like all Katakana is, is all the hiragana symbols when used in context of a word that's not Japanese originated. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that was really cool to like learn all that. And then um, they also added stuff like routine. So I can actually talk about my day, like, as opposed to, um, yeah, this, this app right here, Duolingo. Yeah, I've seen the memes about that. I never looked into oh, it though. Oh, I use it all. Well, the day that they added Japanese, I started taking it, which was like a year and a half ago. And uh, they've added so much since then. They've, um, but yeah, they talk about, what is it? They got like, so on the very top, they got the hiragana. And then just recently they added this katakana. So like I've already beaten all this stuff. And now they just added these katakanas. Uh, and then they have like intros, you know, like, uh, what is it? Hajime mashte, diron toimas, right? Like stuff like that. Um, I, I, I can talk about food. I like food. Like that, that's actually how I started laughing because like I started seeing some of the words for the, the characters in uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, then you start to see all the puns. Well, it's actually interesting too because I didn't realize that Gohan means rice or meal. Mm-hmm. Like it can also reference <laughs> a meal. And that was the only one I didn't know. I knew the rest of them. Um, but it's interesting because even in the original Dragon Ball Z, Gohan was supposed to become the main character. Yeah. And 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 because the fans liked Goku so much and they didn't so much like Gohan at the time, um they ended up like diminishing his role and bringing Goku back. And mm-hmm. so like it's interesting that he like he was like the main course essentially. Like oh, you know that yeah. It's just a clever it's a clever play on words that uh didn't see it see itself out but um yeah. And, and, and like Vegeta, like, you know, you got to have your vegetables, even though you don't like them, right? Like, uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually how they meant some of this stuff, but it's like when you really think about like how in depth yeah. it goes, like obviously Piccolo and, you know, he's green. Like, you know, they like they really played on some of these words. Um, yeah. I know why not. What is it? Yeah. Like all the, yeah, all the sayings are vegetables. Yep. Um, the the was I know nail. I think that's a playoff of snail. I don't know where that connection is though. Oh, there's a ton of them. Like, well, like there's um, you know, Majin Buu. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bibbidi Bobbidi. The, the, ma- the masters are Bibbidi, 
and then he had Bobbity, and then there's Boo. So yeah, baby yeah, Bobbity yeah. Boo. Huh. Yeah. So like they, yeah, they they every, every name in that was just a, a punny name, but yeah. yeah but anyways, they had tangent. But yeah, so like, there's, there's like tons of other stuff in here though. They go off. They teach like family, food, activities, mm. positions, transportation, and and like that's just the beginning. They just added like like pages of new new stuff. Yeah, like there's just all all of those are lessons with like tons of stuff in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get really far on, they'll even let you talk about fantasy. So probably like you know comic books and movies and stuff like that. Like, but actually like describing like a ghost, like that's not a normal word you would learn. But if you go deep enough, eventually you might use that word. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. I'm, I'm um speaking of like the the puns with the names and everything. I'm actually trying to. I got a lot of inspiration from that for my comic book when I know characters. Yeah, Tofu. <laughs> she's going to have a little sister called Nato. Nato? Which, Isn't that, is that meat? No, no. It's um, it's like this fermented soybean. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it smells like feet. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, but tastes delicious. Like, I, I was like, I knew it was food. I just couldn't remember what food. <laughs> yeah, because so her whole family is going to be um, soybean-related names. <laughs> uh, and like um this is other the, the this villain that's gonna show up later his name is well his name is cabbage which is cabbage and he's from the yasai clan which is vegetables his yeah. mom is momo which is um a plum wait but she's in the vegetable clan yeah oh my oh my god i just realized momo means plum i think so or peach or something like that momo no, I, the reason why it's funny is what's it called oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, Marimo. Her name is Marimo. Oh, I was going to say, because Momo, like in My Hero Academia, that's actually one of the characters' name. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and Marimo is like some kind of like green algae plant that a lot of people like to put in fish tanks. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. I'll say you're like the vegetable family, and then you're like, and she's a plum. I'm like, wait. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what the dad's name is. Shoot. But, uh, yeah, so. Joy. <laughs> yeah, <I'm Troy. laughs> so yeah, so I'm trying to get a lot of inspiration from that, and then yeah, it's just little 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 Easter eggs that people. Can... Yeah, well, it's fun too because like if you speak Japanese, then it's just kind of humorous. It's like, ha, oh, they're named after vegetables, and if you yeah. don't, yeah. they just sound like Japanese names. Exactly. And even if you get it, it's just funny. Right, yeah. like I remember, I didn't know like Vegeta, uh, Goku, all those names, Kakarot. Right, like I didn't realize that those names sounded like vegetables until like a little later. Like I didn't like when I first saw it. I'm just like, yeah, kick his ass. Like that's <laughs> that's all yeah. I'm getting from it. And then you're like, oh, there's like actually a lot of like stupid humor in the background of yeah. these things. <laughs> well, yeah, like apparently, um, I don't know, uh, Vegeta has a a brother named uh, Tarble, which is yeah. which is the table part of vegetable. <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah but then there's like raditz that's goku's brother yeah radish yeah uh, broly's broccoli his father's asparagus wait who's his you know broly Bro um, broly his father's name is paragus paragus i didn't know that <laughs> did, you see, did you see the the new uh, i haven't broly? seen the movie yet i gotta see it i downloaded it a while ago i know i'm a terrible human being that's probably like the best I heard, I know, I, I heard about it. I, I, my, my cousin downloaded the apparently like 40 minute longer version. Apparently there's like a really long extended version of it. 
What? Um, yeah, so I got to watch that. Uh, I got to see that, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been busy. I've been, like, super busy. My, my brother always asked me, like, have you seen this show? Have you seen this show? I'm like, no. I've been, like, doing work for, like, the last five years. Like, no, yeah. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Like even yeah. Dragon Ball Super, I tried to I tried to watch all that. I had a um, VRV account, Verve, and um, they had Funimation on there. And then of course, like all the other fucking HBOs of the world, Funimation's like, why don't we make our own Netflix? I'm like, fuck. So they they took that off of v, uh, Verve. I but I only got up to episode sixty. I was watching it in English because I wasn't learning Japanese when I first started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I got 60 episodes into it, I wasn't going to start watching it in Japanese. I already have a feel for the characters again. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I was waiting, but they hadn't finished translating it yet. So I was like waiting for them to finish translating, um, into English. And then I got to probably sign up for Funimation or something and binge watch on a weekend or something just to catch yeah. up on super. I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I pretty much spark noted. Super just watched key episodes here and there, but uh, I mean, I watched like the last chunk completely, but yeah, I, I, well, I want to watch it all just because like that was the stuff I grew up on and yeah. I know that they have a lot of filler episodes like they always do, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's still uh, something I like to enjoy. Like, re- like I don't want to like watch it all and have it be done with, which is what my brother did. He binge watched. He's like, you haven't finished it yet? And I'm like, no, but now you don't have it forever, and I still get to slowly enjoy it. You've already That's seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I, I do, I do. It does boggle my mind that people who love like Netflix shows that come out, like, like I, even Netflix and Disney got smart enough that now they're releasing some shows week by week because mm. you lose all the fun of it, like by binging it. Like, you know, it was exciting. Like every week, like you're like, oh, like what's going to happen next? That week? is true. And, and so because of that, for an entire six days, you're excited for the seventh day, right? That's like, good and, point. And, and that's, why I, that's just one small reason why everyone's miserable in the world now. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the world is more free and better than it could ever possibly be, mm-hmm. minus coronavirus. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. but, but like everything is better in the world and people are still fucking whining about stuff. You're it's right. like, stop binging on Netflix. It's Watch of- it. Like you, you and my cousin, actually, yeah, Greg, Josh, Josh, he knows my cousin, but, um, the way that we watched, uh, what was it? Um, sons of anarchy is like, I would, I would, uh, go to work. I would come home. I'd eat dinner. We'd watch that show. And like, so we'd like, we'd sit down together. So it wasn't just one person in a room binge watching, which is what happens a lot now. Cause everyone wants to be the first to see it as opposed to actually enjoying it. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, so we'd watch an episode or maybe two episodes, depending on the night I'd go off to martial arts. I'd come back, I'd get work done. And like, that's, we just did that like ritually. And because of that, it's always like, Oh, you know, what's, what's going to happen tomorrow? Like, you know, I can't wait. Right. Yeah. And even though the whole show's out and everyone else had already seen it, I waited long enough so that, you know, I didn't know any part of the show. We watched it from the beginning to the end and it was fucking awesome. And I still think that's like an amazing show. And the people that binge watched it, like forgot about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And also like, it's like all the conversations you can have with people in between the episodes, like, you know, like a water cooler moment, you know, at work. Yep. You know, yeah. So as, basically- po- as opposed to like, what was your favorite part in the 18, you know, series show? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, yeah, binge watching got rid of the water cooler conversations, made people more distant. That's why there's all the problems in the world. Coincidentally, I actually heard that exact phrasing too the other day of like eliminating water cooler talk. Right. Like that's the whole thing. Um, 
Like I, I, I'm not religious, but it, by having like a church, like, right. There's a place that you congregate the water coolers, like that other place. But when yeah. you remove, when you remove, like, first off, like a lot of people don't go to church anymore. And now you have the water cooler conversations are disrupted because there's nothing to talk about because there's so many shows out there that if you binge watch one of them, you don't have time to watch another one. And so some people are like, oh, I watched all of this show. And they're like, I watched all of this show. Like, I know Game of Thrones, the reason why I never finished that was I watched the whole first series or season, and I didn't watch the last episode yet, and somebody ruined the last episode of the first season. Mm. Which is the biggest introduction into, like, what the show's going to be about. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. started the second season after that. I got three in, and I'm like, I'll watch it later. And then I never finished watching it. And it's like, it's all because somebody had to like, you know, you know, make sure they watched the second it came out and then ruin it. And I was like, God damn, like, well, <laughs> a minute. like people do other things in the world. The yeah. ending is so bad. So. That's what I hear. Yeah. But, Game but of Thrones, it's, so. it's a, still a good show. Um, the third episode in the last season is good. Uh, for those that were complaining that it was too dark, it's, um, the the war at night or whatever it's called so that's why it's dark oh, there's torches that are still yeah. Dark. <laughs> yeah it's like meant to you're like you're fighting like zombie type people Demons. like obviously yeah like people are complaining about stupid stuff like they're binge like what you were saying binge watching did like kind of stop that um it makes you forget some things like orange is the new black like i completely forgot this one whole season like, I was, like, after, like, this one thing happened that was, like, huge, like, all you hear is, like, a gunshot after it goes to the credits, and you're, like, what the fuck? And then there's a season after that. Completely forgot that season. But then the last season, I remember, because I watched it, like, last year or whatever, and um, that's way better than the season before. So I was, like, I don't remember what happened in that season before. So... Yeah, that, that is true, though. That's another thing, too, is, yeah, people won't remember them physically as much, like, just mentally. Like, to think about it. Like, if you're reading a really hard book, at some point you put it down, and you're like, oh, I need to digest what I was just consuming, yeah, yeah. right? But if you just keep zoning out and binge-watching a show, like, mm. you're not going to remember everything about it. Where, like, you know, for example, like, Sons of Anarchy, I remember almost the entire plot because it was – I watched it slowly over time. I let it absorb. Me and my cousin talked about it, like, God, I hope she dies. Like, you know, like that <laughs> Like, you know, stuff like that. Like, just I, – I, and because I had, like, emotional memories throughout that whole thing, like, I remember I remember most of it. But, like, yeah, when you binge watch shows, like, you know, what, what was it? Um, uh, Supernatural. Like, that show's stupid long. But I've seen like every episode up until I think season uh, 12 or 13. I can't remember. I know there's like 14 or 15 now, but um, I, I watched it slowly over time. So like I remember, like I can reference most of the seasons and, you know, and, but where most people who watched it and binge watched it, like my brother, like I, I'll mention something. He's like, when did that happen? I'm like season four, like season eight, like season 10, like, like, but like I have these specific memories of when I watched it. Where people who binge watch, it's they're just vegging out and they're not even they're not even enjoying it the same amount that I'm enjoying it. And in the end, they won't even remember it. So it was almost a complete waste of time. Yeah. It, it, it was as if you like it was like it's as if you like turned off the lights for a couple of days and then you turned it back on and you're like, cool, glad I just wasted three days of my life. Like <laughs> yeah. and that's it. 
that's the other thing too is like every day you should be able to do at least one thing productive but if you binge watch all day like you you you've just wasted a day where like if you watch an episode at the end of the day to break down your brain for the day right like to slow things down like that's that's great like that's that's a good thing to do and then you'll also have something to converse about that's why it's okay to watch football once a week but if you like that, that but like when you see people that are like uh that are huge into fantasy football and they know all the stats about everything and it's like cool like did you you know pay your taxes this year like, <laughs> like jesus christ like you know so much about this and you're not doing something else like spend a little time outside the uh outside the game zone mm-hmm. yeah. um sometimes i just put a show on that i already watched like binged completely and like that's in the background while i'm like writing or something I so, like yeah, yeah, like The Office uh, or uh, Parks and Rec or um, Daredevil. Like, I remember every season of that. There's only three, but, like, I remember everything that happens in all three seasons. So I still have to finish those, too. <laughs> so, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, I only watched the first, I think, two seasons of that, and then I kind of... The third one is so amazing. Really? Yeah, I, I got to catch yeah. it from all that. It's so yeah. great. And then you watch Iron Fist, and you're like, wow, Daredevil's like the best thing in the world. Oh. Because <laughs> Iron Fist, like the first season, I completely forgot it. I heard Iron Fist was, uh, was, wasn't good. Yeah. I, like, I, well, didn't, yeah, they I, didn't the guy, I didn't mind the guy that played the character, but a lot of people did. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever but, about that. <laughs> yeah. But the second season was better than the first, I thought, of that. It was shorter, but... Wait, they made a second season Iron Fist? Iron, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every one of the shows got a second season, but yeah. some of them got canceled after Je- that. Jessica Jones, I only watched the first season. I couldn't really get into the second, but apparently people said that the second and third seasons of that were good, and I was like, oh, well. Really? I heard the opposite. I heard the first one was good in the last two. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Oh, yeah. I, I heard that some people liked them. Yeah, so it's... Like, I really like the first season of that one, but I heard the second... Was yeah, so see, I, I've, been, I've been loving all of those things like you know uh what is it like the Arrowverse, like flash arrow all that then we got the daredevil stuff like like it's the same with that like i like i don't binge watch that that's why i'm still far behind it like i, I didn't binge watch that I, I just watched it when it came out but like i was just ahead of you because you were doing oh yeah like, work yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was working, I was working at the time when it came out yeah but yeah. there's um but like uh what was it like luke cage i got through the first season i think i recently or i'm about to finish the second season but they're like 45 minute long episodes they're like an hour long almost right yeah and so like you know that's like a lot of time to like just like spend watching it so like i slowly watch it over time and it's it's like like i said i I feel like it's much more enjoyable that way and uh plus it lasts longer the only my only issue now is i you know luckily these are like netflix and disney so i think they're going to stay on netflix a little longer than the other Disney stuff, because like once Disney Plus came out, like all the Disney stuff left. Um, but this stuff still stayed, and I think it's just because like they obviously worked this deal out way before they thought they were going to do Disney Plus. Um, it's not that, or maybe it was like a good introduction to what they could do, which would also be clever. Um, but yeah, no, like all all of those shows though, like I love those shows because even when they're like bad, it's just awesome to see like the stuff that I enjoyed as a kid, you know, done cinematically you know what i mean like the fact that it it's it, it has the ability to you know you know have some bulletproof guy and make it look way more real than it could have 20 years ago on oh TV. yeah so it like just just like that stuff alone is amazing yeah, yeah. Uh, you said that 
you were thinking of probably making your game or your comics into like a game or something too. Oh me? Yeah, like you said, I mean, you were you were thinking of like that could be an idea. Yeah, it's always it's it's like you know yeah. back of my mind kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no zero effort put into it right now, but uh, yeah. honestly, you you could easily make yours like a simple two D scroller, and it would still be fun. That's what I was always thinking about. Yeah, just kind of like some simple, like even like an it can even go on like the iPhone or something, just like mm-hmm. a. Ooh, yeah. actually, that might be Hector. I might want to talk to Hector about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking like um. He, like he classic like uh, Streets of Rage type games, but uh, Streets of Rage is that like is that like was that Double Dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Double Dragon. Yeah, Battle yeah. Codes, that kind of thing. Is right? Is that what it's called? That yep. seems wrong now. It's called no, Double it Dragon. Is, it is Double okay. Dragon. Double I had Dragon. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that game. Um, yeah, I was thinking more like if um, what was it like when I you know that game that's I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, it's on the PS4, Ghosts of Tsushima. I don't know that one. Oh no! Oh yeah. Um, it's like some like it's like a samurai uh kind of open world looking game. Um, and when I saw that, I'm like, this is what would my ideal game would be like, like the the, the atmosphere, the mood, except just with a samurai and a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's. that's- I was gonna say that's why I quit Sedalia. I was thinking that yours would be a funny 2D scroller. Like it'd be fun to play. And then like I just picture I, I don't know what game I've seen this in, but I know it's probably on some like uh one of those old like new ground games where like you'd be doing 2D scroller stuff, like you'd be you know advancing in some level, and then you know, uh <laughs> what was it? The the guy what, what's the guy's name that uh the, that owns the ramen shop that oh, George. George, yeah. I was just like I, like, because there's that scene where he's like, "Oh, fire! You think you're my friend now, right?" And it's like <laughs> simple stuff like that. Like, but like, here's the 2D scroller, and in in the foreground would be like them, like cut here, like you can see them really close, and like a talk bubble, and then go back to the game, right? And mm-hmm. I was just like thinking, like that would be fun little stuff like that, where it'd be like, "No, my ramen." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I got I, my my um the thing I really want to. I really like is just kind of like the contrast between like really serious, like um, almost kind of like like serious like atmosphere and tone and mood and everything takes the world so seriously, but in such a goofy elements as well. Like yeah. George the ramen, the fact that he has a shotgun, but everything is just like super serious. I really like that kind well- of. Yeah, it's kind of funny because it is like that, dra- like well, or like all manga. To be honest, like they have that vibe where it's like, like Goku, like he's this yeah. playful, goofy guy that stupid stuff happens all the time, and then his best friend dies, and you're like, oh yeah. my god, like Jesus, like you know, so like there, there's like some really deep st- thoughts in there while still being playful. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, One Piece, like Luffy is so like out of go out go there. Go. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like out there, and then there's like. The other characters like serious, like uh, Zoro and stuff. And he's like, we need to do this like now. Like, stop like goofing around. He's just like, he's the captain. And he's like, just doing fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and of course they always have like the, the the deep impactful moments where it's like, oh, yeah, oh my like when I don't know, like when how Luke far is trying to. But actually, I was gonna say, how far are you? Yeah, before I say anything, because I've seen you. like all the way up to like episode. What the hell was it? Like eight hundred. Oh no, I'm not anywhere near that. I'm like near yeah. like 200, 300 something. But uh, like, I think one of the best fights was like when he was well, he fought him like three times. But like Crocodile, like when he was fighting him, and uh, he's just one of the warlords of like 
or whatever they're called. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're warlords. Yeah, and um, just fighting him like was awesome. Like the action and everything like that. Like the first time, like he lost because usually, like that does happen. Like in other shows like that, like they're not gonna win the first time. Obviously, like it's just like too easy. And uh, they like actually yeah, showed like the impact of that. Eight hundred if they do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, and I already knew there was like way more episodes next. So I was like, oh, well, I know, like he's not gonna die here, but like he kind of was like dead for a moment. I was like, oh shit. No, my friend, who's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, even in like comics, writing them, you like you want to try to like make an impact with uh, try to make people feel for your characters. Like the original version of my graphic novel, I killed almost everybody, <laughs> and then Dylan's like, "You can't kill everybody," and I was like, "But it's fun." So... Well, no, 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 real quick, no, let's clarify. <laughs> it's not that he can't kill everyone. He killed them all at once. <laughs> Not all. And I was like, I'm like, all right, all right. Like, you can slowly do that, but if yeah. you do it like this, no one's gonna care. It's gonna be like, yeah. oh, they're all dead now, right? Like, and then he still had more comic to go. Like, there was that. That was like the first third. I'm like, no, no, no. You like, you gotta. It, it, yeah, I'm like, if you're gonna be killing off all these people, like, you gotta do it a little slower. Like, even one of the characters now who like in the second issue is has like he's got way more story now like he was originally going to like basically um be a bad person but not like evil turn evil and then get killed and it was gonna be like that quick and i'm like what the fuck i'm like no no we want to make people feel bad for this guy so that like when he dies you still feel bad like <laughs> like yeah. think about it even even like when goku kills frieza like he's like the last moment he's just like on the on the planet just like dying he's like no, no you can't leave me like this right and you're like and even you know as a kid you're like fuck that guy you know don't help him <laughs> yeah and help him but yeah yeah so um i obviously extended like that one guy's character that's in issue 2 mostly um i like how so there's so many characters that we have that we could easily break it up throughout each issue and you do point of views for only certain characters in that issue so like you we like have like our main character that's in the first issue and he he's the main character so obviously it's going to focus on him but it the second issue doesn't focus completely on him it's like you meet another character that is involved with the guy that picked him up in the first issue and it's like his daughter or yeah like adopted daughter and then um you're more focused on that bad guy like the guy that's slowly turning into like his life is like just shit and, like, yeah but then you show like a little humanity like in him mm -hmm. and that's like shown in there uh he takes care of his like neighbor that's kind of crazy but um yeah so it gives them like a heart in a way until you rip it out of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the tragic backstory villain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's like, true. Like, that's, that's the reason why, like, um, you know, Gotham is such, like, an interesting show. Like, it's because it's giving you, like, so much depth to, to the, uh, mm -hmm. the background. Where, like, some of the characters are kind of evil from the beginning, and some of them just slowly get warped, and you're like, oh, shit, it's about to happen. <laughs> like, he's about to snap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah like that like that part's awesome because like it well it's just it's the same reason people appreciated the most recent joker is like to see 
that happen like you know like that's really how that happens too like somebody just gets mentally tortured forever until they snap mm -hmm. but in a world of superheroes and supervillains they become a villain instead of just you know going off crazy one time and then going to jail so yeah. it's like it's, it's interesting to see that concept and then like like i said like like or like you said like you still feel for them like it's you know it's 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 definitely it draws you in a lot more to care about the villain just as much as you care about the hero if not sometimes more like that's why speaking of which again vegeta like is one of the most beloved characters even though for most of the thing he's mostly a dick like it's because you kind of feel for him like he like yeah like uh when uh kakarot first dies and he's like no you left me what 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 purpose do i have in life left you can't just go like like that's so deep like it's crazy i know i know yeah like um, um like my uh my villain the first villain that is going to be developed um well it's uh, and you'll, you'll see him in the next few chapters is uh heavily inspired uh i wrote it when i watched breaking bad Yes. Yeah, and that's like one of my favorite like descent into evil stories because like especially with the whole um, just the scene where Walter first kills that guy in the basement, like just seeing that kind of how a good man can kill somebody, like his motivations. Well, almost how like, to justify it. It's yeah, like the justification of why he's killing somebody and like. And that kind of, you see the twisting in his mind of like, and I really feel like that's like yeah. a very key moment for turning a good person into a bad person is like justifying, like especially murder. Yeah, and that's when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I thought, so. I thought like he completely snapped uh, once uh, Skylar had to, well, she didn't have to. She gave the money to Ted to like help him out. And like all that money that they had like stored under the house. So oh, she yeah. like he's like where's the money and he's like freaking out because he's trying to leave like skip town, and then he just like snaps and then he's just like laughing and laughing. like I, I, I watched it so many times. Anytime like I start watching Breaking Bad, I just have to watch it like the entire thing. And there's like I, I a still haven't even watched all of it yet, so don't spoil uh, too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's an, that's so, another one. Like I got through all of Sons of Anarchy. I know a lot of people didn't even finish that one. I, I that was couldn't funny. even I get into that. Through. What? <laughs> I couldn't even get in the Sons of Anarchy. Dude, that's such a great show. Like, I yeah. I started watching Breaking Bad. I got, uh, I think it's just the first season I've gotten through. But still, like, like I know how good that show is going to be based on that first season. That's how Sons of Anarchy is. Sons of Anarchy is an amazing show. If you watch it all the way through, it's, it's like, there's some fucked up stuff that happens in it. There's some, like, you know, stuff where, like, you're angry at the people in there. Like, the, the whole last season, I'm just like, Keller! what's going on like i'm like i need to finish this series because i need to know if this happens or not like i just needed to know and so it's like you know there's there's some like twisted stuff that happens but yeah so breaking bad is another one i want to like i've been i i finally got into it uh again like a couple weeks ago i started watching uh episodes again but yeah the last person that hasn't seen that yet no there's still plenty of people yeah. Although, uh, Greg, I finally met someone worse than you when it comes to movies. So, Greg over here, when uh, I first met him, I kept, I, I was making these references all the time, like, to move to a movie I've seen about eight million times. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but it's called The Princess Bride. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had never seen it. And I would say 80% of my movie references probably come from that movie. And it's just because I've seen it so much. And it's like, you know, one of those cult classics. It's it's a phenomenal movie. And I end up uh, realizing one day I said something to him and he didn't get it. And I'm like, have you not seen this movie? And he's like, what? What movie? And I'm like, have you not seen The Princess Bride? He's like, no, I haven't heard of it. I'm like, get the hell out of my house until you go and see that movie. And I, I literally, I kicked him out and he didn't come back until he saw the movie. I was like, how am I supposed to do this? You're not going to get any of these references. And then later I find out he never watched The Terminator. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw the one and two now. I, I yeah, yeah, that. finally. And then there was another movie. I don't remember offhand what it was that he hadn't seen. And then another day, we're like talking about plot line for the book or the comic book. And um, no. at one point, I referenced something, and I go, "Yeah, that's like 1984." He's like, "Oh, I've never read that one." And I'm like, <laughs> "What? Like, wasn't that almost mandatory in almost every school? Like, almost every." story that has in like this evil like entity in the background is based off that book mm. like the matrix is partially based off that the big brother watching right like that's the whole like that's a huge concept to not understand well, and, I, I blame him i haven't read it either but but i don't yeah, I like he, yeah like you you at least know what it's about he kind of only barely knew what it was about oh, like yeah. I, I he didn't understand the big brother reference oh okay yeah yeah you know I, what i mean I, like and that's like like even if you haven't read the book like i haven't even read the whole book i just know enough about it and i've read like most of the chapters because i wasn't a, i was a terrible student but the police and stuff like yeah yeah and, and the whole point is like that's that's stuff that like he just didn't know and i'm like that's super important like that's how you like that's how all of these other plots are basically like thought of like it's based like they don't think oh what what would 1984 go but like with that thought in mind of big brother always wa always watching that concept is all from that book and like most the, what you call it like like a like a yeah like a reference guy he's just like oh just like big brother in that and then you already yeah, know exactly what you're talking about yeah and so yeah it was it was just funny so i had i had him like watch that i forgot why i tangented to that why did i tangent to that oh i was just getting at the fact that yeah like i've seen all like the main stuff that everyone should see in the life but then i mentioned greg i found one person who's worse than you who hadn't seen like terminator the matrix um what other big shit didn't he see like probably jurassic park like he hadn't seen any like main move like i couldn't think like I, eventually i'm like dude name a movie you've seen and then eventually uh he said he watched tiger king recently i'm like how <laughs> god greener did you watch a goddamn tiger king special and you haven't seen the terminator like that doesn't make any sense if you're stuck in quarantine catch up on cold classics don't watch a retard with a fucking tiger you know like i'm like this this doesn't make any sense but yeah so that was entertaining uh, it was also funny too because we started making a uh, fight sound sample pack for um, my brother. So like I said, my brother does music production, and we're creating sample packs. And one of them's like fight sounds, like yeah, you know, like just like random sounds like that. And uh, so we we're doing those. We tried to get him in there to do them, and like he just like couldn't do them. Like not even. It was hilarious to watch. Like we're just like no, like say it quick. Like one of them was just like uh, like don't move. Like just like 
like having like that emphasis, like the the guttural Japanese sound, and we couldn't get him to do it. And I'm like, is I really think it's because he's never watched movies? Because like when I started picking up Japanese, um, it was like a lot of the references were things I've heard in Japanese before, and then I kind of slowly get it so that I can form the sound, right? But I feel like this kid's never played make believe. I'm like, what? Like what? How have you never seen any of these movies? How? Like, if you know what an Arnold impression is? Like, like how do you? get and it's funny because i i think i think he's um he actually just recently won like third place in like this huge jujitsu um tournament that arnold schwarzenegger was at so he actually got to like shake his hand i'm like motherfucker you got to shake arnold's hand and you've never seen the terminator like get the <laughs> fuck out of here like, like i have this autobiography on my bedside and you mu- and you got to meet him because of jujitsu i'm like man fuck that <laughs> maybe he saw the movie twins but he didn't see terminator no no i asked him i asked him another <laughs> one yeah. Tw- twins is actually the movie that made arnold the most money are you oh, serious really? yeah because he actually when they it, I believe when it was pitched um, they didn't think it was going to do well. And so instead of just taking a lump sum of money and being paid like an actor, he got partial rights to the movie. And so he actually made a shit ton of money off that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that's the movie he made the most money off of. I know it wasn't like Terminator or any of his big name movies. It's not Jingle yeah. All the Way. Yeah, not Jingle <laughs> All the Way. Put the cookie down! <laughs> no! but yeah actually that's funny as shit i actually have a a a workout app that has random like it's like just uh body weight exercises and it has random like voice actor stuff so like there's like some calm yoga person and then there's like you know uh uh what the hell is like a kung fu master who like teaches you then there's like a drill sergeant and then there's like something else and one of them is like action hero and it's like clearly arnold and it's just funny because like it'll say a bunch of random stuff like uh you know what was it turn like turn that fat into or turn that like wimp body into a machine or something like that it's like you are not you you are me and it like does that throughout like the whole thing and like the other day i'm working out i almost had i almost had to stop because out of nowhere he's like put the cookie down (laughs) i'm like no way i'm like how did they get the rights to that in that app like i feel like that's probably not okay but that was hilarious i was like that was so perfect because it's in a workout app it was perfect yeah i love that stuff nice and now we've tangented so off track so instead of trying to figure out how to get back (laughs) so instead of trying to figure out how to get back we it's it's been yeah it's been like an hour and a half so we've that was a good length so i would say if people are looking for you uh was it sedatial right Mm -hmm. yeah if they're looking for you where can they find you and where do you want them to find you first um, if you go to shotgunsamurai.net, it should have all my social media links and everything there. Um, I'm trying to get my Twitter more uh, populated these days. It seems to be good networking. So Twitter is uh, what is that? Samurai Comic. If you just search up uh, my uh, my author name is Donkey Madness. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> search up Donkey Madness Shotgun Samurai. You'll find it. And, and uh, are you active on Twitter? Like, do you uh, use it a lot? Um, active, more active than uh, for me in terms, but I'm really, like, I, I don't have much time for social media in general, so I kind of go on it maybe an hour a day. Oh, so that's still fine. Yeah, that's that's good. But no, just making sure that uh, if they go to Twitter, they're going to they're gonna see you there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I at least check, I at least, you know, do something at least once a day. I try to update my Instagram once a day. Um, yeah, uh, I have a YouTube, which I haven't really 
done much. Oh yeah, there's uh, I have some Shotgun Samurai movies on my YouTube oh. that me and my buddy made in college. That's how it all started, actually. <laughs> nice. You can see the behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, actually, it's um, it's on the website too. So, very cool. Awesome. The website should be able to find everything. Uh, everything I do. Awesome. So hopefully everyone uh, listening, go check them out. ShotgunSamurai.net. Check them out on all the social platforms. Give them a follow. Give them a like. Get his comic. Read his comic at SirNovaComics.com. Before Greg keeps tangent off into more nonsense. Yeah. All right. All right. Get oh, yeah. It was good so, talking to you guys, putting an actual face to the Sierra Nova name. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll talk yeah. to you some other point. And thanks for yeah. coming on. Sure. Yeah. If you ever want me on, you know, let me know. You know, killed some time. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Kill like three hours out of your life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have a good one. See ya. Yeah. All right. Good to see you guys. Bye.